Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, January 31st, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Whitney McDonald. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending January 28th, 2022. Last week, the Biden administration announced that the semiconductor chip shortage is predicted to carry on until at least the second half of 2022, with longer lasting effects expected for the for U.S. automakers. As demand continues to drive the need for the supply of chips, inflation is also a concern, especially in the automotive industry as prices for chips remain unusually high. In an effort to combat the shortage, there's legislation in the pipeline to build U.S. semiconductor factories. However, those would be years away at best. Speaking of inflation, the Federal Reserve signaled it will start raising interest rates soon as consumer inflation readings rise. The target range of the benchmark policy rate um, is at 0 to 0.25% and a quarter percentage point hike is expected in March. This will be the first rate hike since 2018. Last week, we also covered TrueCar's forecast for January sales. Um, those are estimated, new retail deliveries are estimated to come in at 15.2 million units um, as microchip shortage continue to hinder production. That's a 9% year-over-year decrease from January 2021's figure. Moving on to earnings, last week we continued our fourth quarter coverage and close out the week um, with an earnings roundup based on all the major banks that have reported. So Whitney, why don't you dive into some of the trends we're seeing and what we'll be looking out for when GM Financial, Ford, and Credit Acceptance Corp, uh, just to name a few, uh, report this week. Yeah, so now that we are a couple weeks into Q4 earnings, we're getting a better feel for what trends are sticking out. Um, as we kind of keep going into earnings season. Uh, this past week, we covered Huntington Bank, Capital One Auto, and Fifth Third. Capital One released $26 million in provisions in the quarter, adding to a larger trend that we've seen from the banks that have reported. All 11 banks that we've been following have logged a decrease in allowance coverage rates, despite slightly increasing delinquencies and net charge-offs. Uh, for the quarter so far, Huntington was the only bank to post recoveries on net charge-offs, which came in at 0.03%. Uh, for Huntington, that followed recoveries in Q2 and Q3 as well. So that stood out as the only bank that's posted that, um, which we'll be following, of course, this week too. A majority of the banks posted sequential increases in delinquencies, but loans past due stayed well below where they were in the fourth quarter of 2020. So we're expecting to continue to see that. I'm not seeing a cliff anytime soon. Auto outstandings also grew at all of the banks. Uh, this week we saw at Fifth Third, for example, its outstandings increased more than 22% year over year to $16.8 billion. Uh, we're going to be continuing to follow earnings this week as they're posted, but in the meantime, you can refer to our roundup that we posted late last week, which includes a chart that we've been using to track those quarterly trends. So you can kind of see bank by bank what they've been up to and what trends they are following. 
Right. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, between Ford Credit and GM Financial if they are logging similar trends. Um, you know, JD, uh, Mike Buckingham from J.D. Power, uh, we're releasing the industry pulse this afternoon. And one thing he pointed to was banks and credit unions are reclaiming some financing share, especially in that new vehicle segment, as captives sort of pulled back from that those aggressive incentives we saw in you know the mid 2020 and early 2021 um so definitely be on the lookout for that also in the subprime space uh very much looking forward to an update to see where where how performance lies there um one thing that we are sort of looking at is the child tax credit uh expired in december so right around january um you know we should be starting to see um, if that has any material effect on consumer credit health. Um, granted, you know, all of these earnings are only for the fourth quarter, so we might not see that there, but it's definitely something we'll be keeping an eye on going forward. And, you know, that about does it for our episode today. Thanks for joining us on The Roadmap, and please rate us on whichever platform you use to listen to the program. Follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn, and we'll see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.